Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 543 and I'm traveling into the city to go and have an optometrist check. It's been over six months since I had my last one just to see how are the eyes traveling, how are the contact lenses looking. Uh, they won't be any problems. I guess I have been a little bit slack over the last few years and not followed through with my regular appointments. Uh, I'll go to this one and just see how things are going and then it might be, I don't know, 12, 18 months or so before I do the next one because I do get the feeling that when I, I keep going and, you know, they say that the useful life of my lenses are about two years um, some people only get 12 months out of them, but I take really good care of mine. And they're expensive. Like, you're talking like $800 or $1,000 for a pair of contact lenses. Um, so I wear hard ones, not the soft ones, and all the disposable ones. And I can get five years out of mine. Three to five years out of mine. And to me, it's just a waste of money. So if I... Well, obviously, I need my eyesight, but they don't deteriorate that badly that the lenses are, are that bad that I don't need them to be upgraded. So uh, I try and put it off as long as I can. Otherwise, you go every day, they must say, look, I think it's time for some new ones. Like, yeah, I bet, you, I bet you think that. But I think I can last longer. So we'll see. Because I've been a little bit slack. I thought, well, I'll be good this year. I've got the new lenses. Let him have a check and see how they're settling in and all that kind of stuff. It'll be a, it's like a two and a, two and a bit hour commute, a 20 minute, well sorry, let's say a two hour commute, a 20 minute sit in the waiting room for a five minute appointment is frustrating but hey, I'm looking after my eyes at the same time, so yeah. Hey, let's talk about, you know, anyone that lives in Melbourne will know exactly what I'm talking about or has lived here before. I talk about our four seasons in one day and how we're in summer now here in Australia, but you wouldn't know it in Melbourne, uh, this part where we're, what are we in, so the second week into December now, and we've had a very mild, mild spring, a couple of hot days, but you know, then went all cold again. So yesterday was 25, 26 degrees, the day before that, low 20s. So today, 25, 20, uh, sorry, yesterday, 25, 26. Today, 36. Tomorrow, 21. So you work that out. So it's, uh, it's already quite hot. What's the temperature? It's, it's, it's 32. It's uh, 10.45 a.m. And it's already 32 degrees. Very hot and windy outside. Uh, so when we tend to get the hot weather, like above mid-30s, and if it's certainly in 40s and above, we get hot winds. It's the hot desert winds that come from uh, northwesterly, and those northwesterly winds which fan the bushfires. So hopefully we don't have any issues today. Uh, the temperature is going to drop rapidly. By I think between seven and eight o'clock, it goes from 35 down to 25. So it will be cool overnight, and it's going to be cool the next day. Um, so let's hope there's no bushfires today because other parts of the country, New South Wales and Brisbane, are still suffering 
bushfires from a few weeks ago and that have flared up again, I think. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening here in Melbourne. But today, what I wanted to talk about was, whether you want to call it leading by example, practice what you preach. I mean, every day I'm talking to you about the principles that I live by, uh, but it's only every now and then that I measure how things are going. So uh, I said to Elizabeth, my trainer, Elizabeth, as in who trained, works for me, I said to her today, well, actually, I planted the seed a little while ago, so let me paint a picture for you. So Elizabeth is in, in good shape. I mean, you can see some photos of her on her Instagram account, on uh, probably on my Facebook page somewhere. Uh, you can see that she's got a six-pack. She's very slim. There are people that look at her and say, wow, I want to look like her. There are people, sorry, that was a drink of water. There are people that would look at me and say, wow, I wish I looked as good as you. Um, but it all comes down to the standards that we set for ourselves. And I said to, okay, I planted the seed a little while ago about have a think about what your goals are for your body, what it is that you're doing at the moment. We'll do the measurements and everything. We'll look at photos and see where do you want to change the shape of you and let's design programs and nutrition specifically around getting you there. I didn't say this to her at the time, but we talked about it this morning. Uh, you can become complacent with where you are in terms of your training. Now, most people, well, you know, just want to lose weight. I would say just about every person on the planet wants to lose fat of some sort, whether it's just getting that super sexy lean look or whether it is getting that 5, 10, 15, 30, 100 kilos off your body. So for Elizabeth and me, it's it's kind of putting the icing on the cake. Uh, so my perception of Elizabeth is, and I, I mean, I spoke to her about this. I'm not happy to be talking about it as she's sitting in the seat right next to me here. And I'll tell you about myself in a moment. But uh, for her, I said, look, I see that you are in good shape but I see that you could be doing more and my feeling is that you don't, you're attending the gym frequently, uh, but it's not a holistic plan that you've got to get you from where you want, from where you are to where you want to get to. And I don't think your nutrition supports that either. And I waited for her to tell me how she thought she was going first and where she wanted to make improvements. And uh, yeah, I had it pretty much spot on the money. And what I said to her was, just in the language that you're using to me, you're being uh, too vague. So I said, you need to become more specific. So she mentioned about strength and look and body fat, but not getting too lean getting stronger but not getting big here and I said you're you know some of your language is just too vague you need to be very very specific and when I said so tell me what you want well we were talking about legs and I said tell me specifically what you want them to look like she said I'm not really sure but I want this I want them to be stronger so okay so if we just pause there for a moment, how you might not be 
or most of you listening to this aren't going to be coaches, but just listening to that. If somebody's vague about what it is that they they really want, how likely do you think they are to achieve it? And the answer would be zero. How likely are they going to be in terms of having a structured plan that makes sense to get them from where they are now to where it is that they want to get to? And you'd say, well, 0%. How likely are they going to be just showing up? And that would be 100%. Uh, How likely are they going to be following a meal plan that's tailored specifically to get them there? And the answer would be 0%. Because until you can articulate exactly what it is that you want, you will never get there. Now, I said to her, the reason that we're having this discussion is that I said, we do want to be leaders and we want to practice what we preach and show others that we are living the lifestyle. And I said, not only will it do that, but it will also help you become a better coach. It will help you become more informed about your own body and exactly what it is that you want to be achieving. Because, I said, for probably five, maybe even ten years, I just hovered around the same spot. I just turned up to workouts. I wasn't focused. I was focusing on the other things in my life in terms of my work and, and so forth. And I came up with this story to myself that I, I looked good, I looked lean, and even though, if I was completely honest with myself, I was carrying extra fat around my tummy... I would just suck it in and say, well, okay, I actually I'm doing better than most and I look really good, so uh, I'm going to live with that where I am. But the reality is that I wasn't completely happy with myself and I wasn't being honest with myself and I wasn't creating the vision for myself. I wasn't creating the program to support that vision and therefore, I just treaded water. You know, I was on that treadmill going nowhere, uh, but turning up frequently. Now, often we don't know what we don't know. And it's not until somebody points these things out to you that you say, actually, I do want something a lot more here. I'm just not focusing on in the, at the right time, in the right direction. So I, said, I gave her some homework to do. I said, I want you to go away today and I want you to find specific photos of female legs, etc., that you want to look like. Find exact pictures because you need to create a vision in your mind. Because I used some examples for her. She said she doesn't want to become big and chunky. And I said, look, there, there is definitely that fine line between muscularity and femininity. And she feels like her upper body, her arms in particular, have become too big for her. Uh, So she doesn't like that. Uh, She wants some more definition in her legs. But I said, tell me exactly what you mean by that. Because for some women, definition might be just having a line at the side uh, from your kneecap up to your hip bone kind of thing. Or it might be... I want to see 
striations in the muscles. I want to see definition. So in your, your front quadricep, when you flex it, there's like one, two, three, four, five, five, six different muscles that you could be seeing there when you flex your leg because you've built those muscles and your body fat percentage through your thigh is low. So therefore you can see that. Now that might be what you want. That's what I want. But for a woman, I can see that well, you may not necessarily want that. You want a, a slim, sexy leg, but you want to have a, a nice line at the side, but you don't want to have all the definition in the, in the front. I said, because depending on what you want, the training becomes different. The types of exercises that we do becomes really different. So articulate it, find what you want, and then we can articulate it and have that conversation. I said the same with your calves. I said, what do you want them to look like? Do you just want them to be smooth? Or do you want a line? Like if you wear heels and stuff, do you want to see that it's called the soleus, that soleus muscle runs down the side. Do you want to see um, the two muscles at the back in the gastrocnemius? Do you want to see those? And she couldn't answer that there and then. And I said, do that for your whole body. Find the, the celebrities or the bodies or pictures that you want to look like. It might be just a friend or something and find uh, let's talk about those and then I want you to create a program around it and then the nutrition as well because this is a learning process for her so that she can not only learn what's going on for her but she can have discussions with clients about their journeys as well um, and when you're you're living it you can talk to people about okay this is what I did this is this felt like this at this stage it created so much more focus for me once I did this and until that, I was really just dicking around with my training. Now, that might sound harsh because she looks really good. But as I said, this is about standards. She wants a higher level of look for herself and health. And I've been watching from afar, not saying anything until now, and knowing that she's capable of more and just going through the motions when she's turning up at the gym. Because I know when we do the workouts together, when we have been able to coordinate our time, to do those things then uh, I know I get more out of it and I know that she gets more out of it and she gets the coaching and she's learning in the process as well and so that's really powerful so when it comes to me let's talk about me I can tell you exactly what each body part looks like I can tell you the number on the scales that I would like to be I can tell you my body fat percentage I can tell you through each muscle group what I would like it to look like and I've either seen images of them or I've created an image in my mind as to what they're to look like. Uh, so that's really powerful, isn't it? Uh, so I am a 10 out of 10 in terms of my focus right now. I am so focused and driven. I just love what I do. I'm fasting today and fasting days can be you know, a little bit tougher for me. I'm drinking plenty of water, I'm having my, my drinks, I'm having my uh, nutrient supplements in between. And it can be a challenge when I'm used to eating uh, so frequently. Uh, but I know what the end result is. I know how much better I'm going to feel uh, from it. And also, I'll have to say that uh, today I am feeling very sore through my, uh, my unfortunately left operated last shoulder. Now, I've been trying to work out what's flared this up. And Thursday last week, I had some physio. She gave me a new exercise, which I tried. I don't think that that's it, but who knows? And because I only did it that time. And then because two days later, I was still 
I was sore, I thought, wow, is that from that exercise that I did or is it from something else? Now, I did a shoulder workout and back workout on Thursday. I did not add any new exercises into it, just did exactly what I normally did. I upped some of the weights a little bit. I think maybe was it from my lap pull down that I did. I'm not doing super heavy. There was no pain during the exercise. I felt so good. But now I'm in, I'm in a lot of pain. It's very sore over that AC joint uh, right now if I'm, as I'm driving, as I push into it. I did something just before. My arm's not in the right position. And I'm like, oh wow, that's, that's really hurting. Like really hurting. Uh, so I'm not sure. I took some anti-inflammatories today. And I'm hoping that it just settles down over the next couple of days. I've got to do chest tomorrow is my aim, uh, but not if it's this sore, uh, because it's really caning me. Uh, so that's disappointing. You know, I've been making such good progress. I'm not being silly about it. I'm pacing myself, and um, I'm feeling awesome about getting my body back. My shoulders are looking good again. I just feel really positive about what I'm doing. Uh, so I'm certainly a 10 out of 10. So um, today... We, we did measurements again. Now, I have been doing measurements for um, years, but my last lot of measurements were probably, oh golly, uh, 12 weeks or so ago uh, when I had the body fat scan and they did the measurements and everything at the same time. Prior to that would have been my last body fat assessment and the prior one to that would be the previous body fat assessment before that. Uh, so they're, they're a fair part, fair way in drinks because I only pay to do the body fat assessment if I'm going like if I know that I've been uh, you know put working hard to um, to get the result uh, so they're at least 12 weeks apart um, so anyway today because we did it for Elizabeth and I thought we'll do it for me too I got out my original fitness assessment form and there's some dates back on there 2009 2010 uh, when I last did this for me. So it was really interesting because 10 years ago, that was uh, before I'd had two surgeries. Uh, my body was in better nick in terms of that. Uh, but from memory, I was carrying a little bit more body fat around my midriff. Um, so it was around 67 kilos, something like that. Uh, so today, we did all the measurements. And here's the interesting part. I would consider myself healthier and stronger and fitter now than I was uh, 10 years ago and uh, because I because of the lifestyle that I, I lead so everything was uh, down a little bit which is not to be uh, wasn't unexpected uh, shoulders and everything uh, because of what's been happening to me over the over the years I've had to back off some of my training but my biceps were only down like half a centimetre. My chest was down a bit, which is to be expected because I don't have that lat uh, development that I would normally have uh, there. And that's only starting to come back now because I'm starting to be able to do some of these other exercises that, uh, that grow that. Uh, so that affects the chest measurement because the tape measure goes under the arms. Um, legs were down a little bit, waist was down, hips were down. Um, so some big changes in those areas. Uh, so, so hips, I think, dropped by eight centimetres. Waist dropped by about six centimetres, maybe, something like that. 
Uh, body fat percentage dropped. The number on the scales dropped too. So I was think I was 64.2 kilograms today. Um, yeah, pretty much no clothes on, just shorts, t-shirt, and a body fat percentage was down by a few percent as well, down to about 17 percent per my little monitor that I use. So. Uh, what it made me think about was I also checked my blood pressure. Blood pressure is still perfect. Resting heart rate was down by 14 beats a minute. Down to 53 beats a minute. Uh, now, um, that's good. That's really good. Now, we didn't do any strength testing because it's, it's hard for me to do that with my shoulders. So we just did the measurements. But what that showed me is in, after 10 years' time, uh, I'm still in great shape. I'm leaner. Um, I wouldn't be stronger on my legs and so forth and, and uh, chest just by virtue of the surgeries. Uh, but I'm getting back there. Uh, so that made me feel really good. Heart health is good. And uh, my resting heart rate is lower than it was 10 years ago. So how exciting is that? So what's the point in all this? Measure what it is that you're doing. Okay, I wish somebody had done this for me when I was just a boy. I, I did um, an, um, some measurements on uh, a young guy that was uh, 16 last week. And what was good about that was I said, I wish somebody had done this for me when I was your age. So that you can, you've got it on record. So you can be forever uh, checking your results against um, those results you took when you're only 16 years old. I mean, how powerful and amazing is that? Um, so, you should be doing this too. Now, I just use the tape measure around the key parts. So, like chest, um, biceps, waist, hips, center of the muscle, thighs, calves. I uh, Just do those ones. Weigh yourself. If you've got access to do body fat percentage, then do that too. And um, you're doing the strength elements as well. The maximum number of, you can pick the exercises, but maximum number of exercises that you do in a minute, whether that's push-ups, the ones that I do, I get clients to do, are push-ups, do them on your knees if you can't do them on your toes. Um, push-ups, sit-ups, squats. Um, we do pull-ups on the bent-over row, uh, sorry, on the TRX body suspension system. And we do a cardio test as well. And you create your own version of that if you want to, um, just to, to see what your cardiovascular fitness is like, to see how the distances you travel over a certain period of time. Um, it could be the certain number of reps that you do in a, a, number, you know, a certain number of times. The, I'll give you a snapshot of the indoor one that we do is 250 heel touches, each hand tap being one count. We do 25 squats, 25 sit-ups, 25 squats, and then finish with 250 heel touches. And it's you need a stopwatch for that one to see. Um, you do that in as fast a time as you can manage. Take a drink of water. And write them down, record them somewhere safe, and then you can compare your progress against that. It's really important. So, to me, I do want to be a leader for others. So I need to practice what I preach. 
and I guess also for me doing it is also to motivate uh, Elizabeth so that she can get the results that she wants and get her to think differently. Uh, but also for me, I'm so focused at the moment, I want to make sure that I'm testing and measuring uh, what I'm doing, make sure it's working, assess and uh, change where appropriate and implement, test, measure, tweak, implement. And just keep doing that. And if things aren't working, then we've got to change our approach to it. Uh, so that is my tip today. And then you can have this longevity like me. I mean, I would love to look back 30 years ago and see what I was like before I trained. Now, the trainers that I, I worked with at the time, uh, that all they did was set you up with the program and said, off, off you go. And they were just, you know, wanting to see that I'd increased weight, uh, you know, increased muscle and stuff. Uh, but they did, that was back in the day before they had websites. So there was no website, there was no before and after photos uh, that they took. So, um, you know, we had nothing to measure it against. So there was no incentive to do it. What I can tell you is looking back at some of the, the earlier photos um, where I was training, I was very smooth. I was carrying too much fat. Uh, for my size and uh, you know I feel much much better now so uh, you can do this too track start tracking now if you've never done it before start today all right have fun I use a fabric tape measure um, for the, the measurements but write them all down get it done I'll see you soon bye